Welcome to the house of horror. I'm I'm not a fan of these not starting in eight bits episodes. Yeah, me either. Because when we, whenever we like, it's been our, our our tradition that we always start with like an eight bit version of some song, and it's it's fun, and you know the 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 joke is kind of figure out what the song is. Uh, and we all we only break that format. Uh, we've only broken it once, and now this makes twice. Um, and it's never it's never for a good reason. It's for a good you know it's never for like a positive reason. And and we have another not happy reason for starting the show this way that was uh, and still is uh, the theme song to Haunted Ween the best 90's slasher movie made in Kentucky <laughs> that you hopefully have seen but probably haven't and you need to it, the, the whole freaking movie is on YouTube so you have legitimately no reason to have not seen it. And uh, the director of that movie, who I don't know if he considered himself part of the Talk Nerdy family, but we definitely considered him part of our our podcast family. For sure. Uh, Doug Robertson uh, sadly passed away uh, earlier this week. And um, it... It really sucks. Um, he's he's been on the show multiple times. Uh, once way back when the show it was like episode like ten, like way back, uh, talking about the movie that was back when uh, the guy was trying to kickstart the second one. Um, but he was fantastic. Uh, he was a part of the 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 screening. Of course, like we got the full blessing to do the screening. Uh, and we kept talking about how we wanted to do it again. Um, but, you know, he was there and he spent, you know, an hour after the movie just answering questions and, uh, you know, providing insight and backstories and funny inside stuff about about the movie. Yeah, he uh, made the day of three stupid fanboys. Yeah. Um, by letting us sit there and talk with him and was such a genuinely nice guy when he found out, you know, we were supposed to be selling the copies of the DVD. And when he found out I didn't own one, he like automatically just snatched one off the, off the pile, yeah. ripped it open, signed the cover for me. And he was like, you have one now. And I was like, well, well hell yeah, man. All Thank right. you so much. Yeah. It's just super nice. Um, hilarious in the way that he told the stories of, of how the movie was made uh, super modest about the movie. Like we sat there and, uh, and spent hours 
just gushing about how much we loved it. And his, he just, well, we were kids just having fun and we made something and you know, it, it's not a big deal, but like you, if you Google, like if you look up haunted ween reviews, like it's pretty universally appreciated. Oh yeah. Which is great. Um, you know, we, uh, we recreated, we, we took some photos to recreate some scenes, um, that day, which was hilarious. Um, yeah, just a genuinely, genuinely good guy. Um, I think, I think the way that, uh, that we put it was, uh, we're better people for having known him and having him part of, of our world. Uh, oh, for sure. I mean, he was uh, a light in the world. He was, he had so many good stories. He was so nice to talk to. He was, uh, genuinely just so pleasant is the the best yeah. word I can think of to go with. Yeah. Uh, so at some point, uh, when, when we get together, we're going to have to do a, um, a watch along of haunted ween, um, as a, as our little tribute. Uh, cause he just, he, I, I just, I love the fact that he just loved the fact that people liked his movie. Yeah. Uh, just, it made him genuinely happy and it makes me, uh, like I'm, I, uh, my life is infinitely better for having haunted ween in it as weird oh, as yeah. that sounds and like as dumb as that sounds like it's, it, it was like, cause for the longest time it was like this myth that like people, Oh, well, because it started when I was at Western and everyone, oh, yeah, like the teachers were in a movie, blah, blah, blah. And like it was like this mythical creature that like nobody, nobody had a copy, but but everybody knew it existed. And when I finally tracked down a copy, um, you know, watched it, I was expecting god awful garbage and it was amazing. Uh, you know, it's, it is what it knows what it is and it does not try and be anything else. Uh, it is unapologetically a late eighties, early nineties slasher movie. Yep. It's not trying to be high art, but it is so fun. Uh, so if you have a copy of haunted ween, give it a play. If you don't have a copy, look it up on YouTube. Um, you will not be disappointed if you are a if you're an old school slasher fan. If one of your favorite Friday the Thirteenth movies is one of the first four, you're probably going to love this movie. If you, I mean, if you just like B horror from the nineteen eight, like the late eighties, early nineties, you'll love the movie, and uh, yeah, you'll just genuinely enjoy it, and. You know, watch it often. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it's it's a staple in October now. Yeah, it is. It is always part of the countdown. Um, so yeah, go watch Haunted Ween. If you don't have it, YouTube it. Throw it in your YouTube, um, and and watch the whole thing because it is it is awesome. It is worth it. Um, do that for us and for our friend Doug Robertson. Um. Dear, dear friend yeah. of the show. I know. Yeah, uh, we, we say that like jokingly, like when when someone's is, is is you know has any kind of connection to the show, they're a dear friend of the show. Uh, but like he genuinely, uh, 
He was a dear yeah, friend of the he show. Genuinely was a dear friend of the show. So, um, yeah. Now, uh, uh, I, I kind of want to just abandon everything else and uh, kickstart a Haunted Ween 2 or Haunted Ween reboot. So are we no longer doing a uh, Final Fa- or a Final Fantasy while wow, a Friday the 13th fan film? Are we doing a, a Haunted Ween reboot or well, sequel? I, I think what we're going to do is we're going to proceed with the Friday the 13th film and then with the proceeds from that uh, also put that into uh, the campaign for uh, the Haunted Ween reboot. Uh, I think that's the... I think step one is the Friday the 13th one um, and then use that to show people, Hey, we could remake haunted ween and then we'll get more people to invest because they'll see how good the Friday, the 13th one was. So that way we'll do it justice. So now we got, now we're going to have two movies in the studio portfolio. We just doubled Into our it. Output. We just doubled the output. Um, doubled our work, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also got to tell you the new, uh, the new story for the Friday, the 13th movie. Um, okay. So we'll get to the, we'll, we'll get to that off air. It'll be fun. Uh, I'll see if I can get uh, if we decide to do uh, if we end up doing the haunted ween thing. I'll see if one of the many many bands I know here in town yes can do us a cover. I wonder if I could get the uh, would you prefer ska or dark punk? Ooh, I, I think dark punk would be fun. Okay, yeah. uh, I will see if I can talk to my boy in the Felchers. Oh God, oh that just sounds <laughs> awful. Good music, though. Oh, well, that's what counts. Uh, we'll have to call... Featuring, uh, oh, I was going to say featuring the lovely track, Who's Gonna Fuck Your Mother When I'm Gone. Yeah, well, someone has to. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Uh, we'll have to send out the call to uh, Brad Hanks to uh, to, to play, like, the Dean or something. Uh, we'll, we'll find a role for him. He should play the sheriff. Oh, Brad Hanks is the sheriff. Oh, my God, that'd be awesome. Or what if he's, like, a deputy... And then the sheriff shows up, so he could say, "Hi, sheriff." Do it again. Yeah. Oh, so and yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna work we're gonna workshop this um, for the movie number two on the, on our on our production slate. Um, but uh, before we get to what we're gonna talk about fully today, we're not talking about twos. We're talking about fours. And it's home stretch time. Man. I know this is sad because it's kind of coming to an end, and I feel it, and it it I don't like it. But here we are, because uh, we've been counting down, or counting up, I guess, uh, video game consoles by North American release, starting with the Nintendo Entertainment System. And I say major consoles, because like we didn't cover Virtual Boy. We haven't done any of the handhelds. It's been like the, the home consoles. Uh, and we, we've been picking the, no, the, the our number one game from that system we're not doing a top 10 we're not doing a top five we're not doing a top three we're not even doing a top two it is literally the number one game uh basically the way that we were we were pitching it was if you could only have one game on that system what game would it be you know what would be your one game like you could never play another game on that system which one would you want and uh, we have made it all the way now to PlayStation 4. Woo! Which this one's hard because they're still releasing games, so maybe the, yeah. my favorite game hasn't come out yet. But 
I can only go based on the games I've played. Agreed. Or agreed, seen, agreed, or, agreed. You know, because, like, I didn't play every single game for every single system, but, like, for the Nintendo, the original Nintendo, like, I know Mike Tyson's Punch-Out would be the one game that I would want. Like, even games I've never played on the NES, like, forget about it. So that's kind of the asterisk is, like, I know that we've never played. Like, there are some games that we have never and will never play. But we can only pick from what we know. Yeah, I'm like, you know, a bunch of people talk. Uh, I've had, I've, yeah, I've been talking with some friends about this, and a bunch of them said, like, Final Fantasy VII for the original PlayStation. I'm like, yeah, guys, I don't do turn-based RPGs. Yeah. I just don't. Um. But yeah, I think you went first for Wii U, so does that put it on me? I believe it does, and I think All I right. know what you're going with. Man, I, you know, I, I, I had to do it, y'all. Um, I have to go with probably my second favorite horror game of all time. Uh, and you know me. I, I love Still the same OG. The, the, oh, fuck. I've no. got to stop doing it. I've no, got to stop shutting up like that. You're not going to get it by me. I know. I know. I know. I know. Um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of like the walking sim. And this is the perfect combination of horror and the walking sim. I'm, of course, talking about Until Dawn. Yes! Uh, yes! And it sounds overwhelming when you hear, oh, you're going to play as eight characters. Yep. And then it flows so well. Yeah. And it's just, you know, the jump scares are there. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I, it took me a while to get through because I, I don't do jump scares well. I just do not do jump scares well. So it took me a while to get through it first, but then uh, the great snowstorm of 2016, I found myself thinking, well, I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything. Uh, there are 17 inches of snow on the ground. I should definitely play this game where these people are trapped on a mountain. Yeah, like during... that's, that's seasonally perfect. Yeah. It fits so well, and like I, I remember talking to a dear friend of the show, Ken Kirk. You see the difference between deer and deer. Deer, friend yeah. Of, yeah. Um, I got it for him for his birthday, which is late December, a few days before Christmas, and it was like late March. And he was like, "Yeah, I think we're gonna start." I was like, "No, no, 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 dude, you gotta wait." He's like, what do you mean? I was like, it, it's not a game to be played when it's warm out. No, it's not. It's a game to be played like when it's cold and dark and like just dreary out. So he, uh, he waited and I think, uh, he and his wife, uh, his wife watched him play through it, and she got so angry at decisions he was making, she would look up what happened if you ah. did the other one. So, I think she actually, I think when he beat the game, I think Whitney, who does not like horror movies at all, uh, went back and watched every, uh, like, I think she went back after he finished the game and watched every ending possible. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. No, I, Good time. Re- I remember um I remember first hearing about it. Uh we did it was actually thanks to this uh thanks to the Talk Nerdy to Me podcast. Because we did like a we did an E three wrap up 
episode. And I remember I was like, I'm going to find something that nobody, nobody else is going to pick because I, there was all, there was all like the, uh, you know, the, the, the big triple a titles, the big stuff that I'm like, everybody's going to pick, you know, fallout, whatever, everybody's going to pick Batman, whatever. Cause that's a big deal. That's a big deal. I was like, I'm going to find something that is like really under the radar and it's a gamble. It's either going to be really good or it's going to be trash. I don't know. Uh, and I found it was like, it was really limited information. It was just like, oh, it's this game called Until Dawn. And it's a survival horror game where you hop between characters and you try and like your decisions decide who lives and dies. And, you know, the story changes based on the decisions you make because you're going to end up killing some of these people. So you know, the game will branch out. And I was like, that sounds really interesting. Oh, it's made by the people that made heavy rain. Oh, okay. Like, Oh, that, that sounds great. Or it's, it's a, you know, heavy rain ish. Like, I love it. I don't think it was made by the same people that made heavy. No, no, they did uh, a Detroit become human. Right, right, right. So it's like, it's like people were using heavy rain to kind of explain it is what it was. My bad. I retract that. You're all good. You're um, all good. You're all good. So I was like, well, I loved Heavy Rain, as we talked about in the PlayStation 3 episode. Uh, loved Heavy Rain. So this kind of seems up my alley. And uh, so I pitched, uh, like, I, I said, oh, you guys, I don't know if you've heard of this one. It's called Until Dawn. We all looked it up. We were like, oh, it sounds fun. And then, like, months went by, forgot all about it. And then all of a sudden, boom, Until Dawn is coming out. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. And it was like 30 bucks. It wasn't that expensive. And I was like, I'm going to go ahead and get it. I'm going to take a chance on this. And I bought it and take a chance on me. That's the one. Um, if you bought it through GameStop, it gave you like an extra chap. It gave you an extra scene, which gave you like a chance for extra like collectibles or some shit, some dumb thing that whatever, like not, not super important, but cool. Uh, to be able to do, I was going to buy it anyway, or I bought it from Best Buy. Uh, it was Best Buy gave you a bonus thing. And, um, the reason I know is because I went to Best Buy looking for it on the day it came out and, uh, they had two copies and they were both at the service desk. Oh no. And so I was like, shit, like somebody, somebody else bought them. And I don't know if I was supposed to. Um, if the, if the person was supposed to do this, but I was like, Hey, uh, I'm looking for until dawn. I don't see any on the shelf. And the guy at the service desk was like, Oh yeah, they're right. He's, he's like, I got a couple right here. And he just grabbed one. He's like, here you go. Hey, thanks. And I was like, okay, bye. And I bought it and I left. And I was like, I really hope I didn't dick someone over from getting it. But at the same time I got it. I, I'm going home. Like it was that guy's then you, fault. Then you just, uh, you meat spinned out of there. Yeah. I was just, out done. I did like the crash <laughs> bandicoot spin. I was gone. Uh, it was just, it was just done. And, um, and so yeah, loved it. Loved every second of it. It was so much fun. And it's like, as soon as you get done, you want to start it again to try and, and have different outcomes for people. Cause you get attached to some people and all you want to do is just like, oh, I want that person to live. Oh, I want that person to die. And you have you 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 know you figure out how to make that happen and see how the story branches. It's so good. It's so good. It's yeah. And 
I, I love how you can affect the relationship between players and like how that is one of the big things that will really help shape the story, too. You there? Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, I got sorry. you. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, um, I, I really like that and all the little, like, hidden intricacies of, like, finding the different little videos and... Yeah, it's 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 so much deeper and so much more elaborate than a game like that should be. And especially because it, when it came out, it was, like, 30 bucks or 40 bucks. Like, it was, it was not a full price, like, you know triple a title like it was made by a fairly smaller studio but you could just tell that they loved and cared about it and it was so much fun yeah great so, pick i honestly thought i was gonna steal yours with that uh, so well, uh i know i know how much you loved it and i kind of <laughs> i kind of figured that you were gonna pick it so i purposely didn't uh, but I want you to know that I was ready to abandon my pick at a moment. If notice. I didn't, yeah. yeah. If you would have been like, "Oh, I really love, you know, um, the, the 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 Telltale Games Walking Dead game," I was going to be like, "I got a new pick." Um, <laughs> like I was ready. I was ready for it. Um, but thankfully, you made the right choice. So, um, uh, yeah, because I like until dawn. If it was like one one A, it would be that would be it. Um, and I was looking through my uh, my PlayStation Four catalog, and I've got uh, thirty three games. Uh, so I was I was um, I was like, okay, what, what what do I play the most? What do I have the most fun with? Like, what could I play over and over again? A uh, couple names, like a couple of them. Jumped out at me. There's, you know, the new one, the Uncharted 4. Uh, I have a couple of Mortal Kombat games that are really fun that, that had a good nostalgia factor for me. Uh, the not the new Batman game uh, that was out real quick. Um, I, I could have said Friday the 13th because we have had a lot of fun despite how, you know, it, but just despite its many, many, many shortcomings. Many, 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 um, you know, dead by daylight, stuff like that. Um, but I settled on a game that every time I look at, at it, it's, it, it's fun. You can just pick it up and play it. Uh, you can play alone with other people, with people online there's a lot of strategy. There's as much strategy in it as you want because you can over strategize to death or you can just pick it up and play and have a great time. I think I might surprise you with this one. Yeah. Rocket League. Shit. Because I. Good pick. I didn't quite realize how much time I had sank into rocket league until I'd really sat down and thought about it. But like I've, I've put a lot of time into rocket league because it's just so damn fun. Uh, so 
Yeah, it's it's you can just pick it up and play and just have a blast. You can actually like try and strategize. Uh, it has a bunch of different game modes that you can play that are really fun. Uh, you have to be careful playing online because some of the people are very elitist, but you can have fun with it. Um, oh, absolutely. But yeah, it's just it's a tremendous amount of fun, and uh, yeah, it gets my like. I know that the replay value on that would be so high that like I would never get bored. Uh, so I would I would play it like over and over and over and over and over again. Fun fact: like the second game I ever played on PS4. Really, it's fun. It's, it, it's a lot of fun. It was free on uh, PS Plus. Oh, nice! Right when I got my PlayStation Four, so. That's all. Yeah, it's it's worth it. Uh, I mean, I bought the uh, I bought the disc. It was like I think it was like twenty bucks or whatever it was. Worth it. Well worth it. Um, so. uh, I'll be honest. I, I I did not think you were going to pick either of these games. <laughs> I truly thought you were going to go with Spider Man. I, I thought about it. Uh, I really did, uh, but. Um, the problem I have with, with Spider-Man is it is a, it's, it's one player and I know that, uh, like, I know I wouldn't like once I'm done, like I'm done. I have a very like Batman Arkham trilogy feel with it. Yeah. Like I know there's a lot more to do and I know that like I could spend forever and a day on it. But I know I'm not. I also know I'm not going to. Like, I know I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. Uh, even though you know I'm a big uh, a big Spider-Man fan. It's true. But, uh, but yeah. Um, uh, it, takes, it takes it for me. Not even the Madden with Tom Brady on the cover. <laughs> uh, which it would also um, be a good choice. Now, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady? Uh, you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> uh, I just want it known that as at the time of this recording right now, uh, when not coached by Bill Belichick uh, in a professional um, sporting competition, Tom Brady is 0-1. Oh, he lost the, yeah, the golf, golf game? game? Yeah. Uh, Did anyone really win that golf game? Let's be real here. Uh, people who weren't watching. Fair. Were the only true winners. Um, so, uh, what system is next? The X-Bone. Uh, the Xbox One. That one's going to be a little difficult. Yeah, because uh, the list of exclusives is slim. Yeah, because this is like we're now into the the generation where um, basically if it was not a first party title, it was not an exclusive. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's going to be a little bit tougher to find. Like if your goal is a an exclusive, it's going to be a lot harder. But I don't know if mine's going to be an exclusive for that. Yeah, I don't know either. I got to figure out what I'm going to do. Um, I got to figure out which one. Like, I got to do some research on that one. Um, 
because I will I will have to give a lot. Of, I'm going to heap praise on the um, the the Xbox One's Connect next week or next episode. All right. Because that the for all the the, the all the uh, the bugs and issues with the first connect, like they crushed it on the second connect. Um, uh, yeah, it's really really good to the point where like you can use that like you can use the connect um, to create three D models of real life objects into it. Like it's into super, it, it's super elaborate. Um, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. Like you can connect it to a computer and do no pun intended and do like so much cool stuff, um, that like, yeah, that I'm going to blow your mind, uh, when we talk about that, but that's another story for another time. Probably next week. Yeah, absolutely. Next episode we are going to, uh, we're going to, where I'm going to bring that up. Um, can I tell you? I don't know how much I'm able to tell about this. Uh oh. I don't know how much I'm allowed to say. Did uh, you sign an NDA? No, but I no, then you're fine. Like, like I promised I promised that I wouldn't tell Okay, so here's what happened. <laughs> um so last week it was literally last week before the episode, before we before we recorded last week. Uh, I got a text from somebody, um, and it was immediately a, like, I got a text, and then before I could even read it, like, another new text, and another new text from the same, like, it was, like, right in a row, right? Hey, I got, I got a few of those last week. <laughs> and uh so i'm sitting there and i'm like it's like five minutes before uh i i because I, I, I uh i record everything upstairs um and so i'm downstairs and i'm like i'm eating i'm getting something to eat like a snack or something right before we record and i'm like i'm, I'm about to walk up the stairs and i see these texts and it's like boom, the first text and like i read from the bottom up Right. Cause it's, it's, mm-hmm. you know, I like, that's how I, for whatever reason, like that's how I read texts, which makes no sense, but that's how I do it. Just roll with it. So, uh, the, the, like I get three in a row and the third one says, please don't tell anyone about that. The second, oh, no. the second one says, Oh fuck wrong person. And the first one is is a a fact about somebody that I don't really need to know. And did they test positive? No, which uh we're going to what we're going to need to do the next time we do that game is we're going to need to create like a wheel to spin. <laughs> that we come up with like eight or nine, ten different, like really funny things like that, and then we just spin it. Uh, I, I think that would be hilarious. But uh, so I, I did say uh, that I promised that I wouldn't tell anybody that they told me that, but I don't know if I can tell what the text was. Uh, 
because and the reason that I'm that I'm conflicted is uh, the person who sent me the text listens to the show. Was it a photo text? No, it was just text. It was just text. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. And and I, I will preface this also uh, by saying that uh, the next day. Uh, no, it was, it was, it was the Friday before, cause that was on a Tuesday, the Friday before, um, I think it's, I think it's public knowledge. I can go ahead and say it, uh, that dear friend of the show, legitimate dear friend of the show, uh, our friend Tony, uh, went in for a surgical procedure, mm-hmm. um, and He did that on like a on like a Friday on like a Thursday afternoon, right? Yeah. And so Friday morning, we're at the radio station. Not him, but um, uh, you know the the guy filling in for him, Steve, and um, the news guy. Uh, I'm sure you remember Doctor Bob. Yep. Uh, and so uh, Steve texts him, texts Tony, and is like, "How are you feeling?" And Tony says, "Did you see the video?" And we're like, wait, what? And so, uh, to a fault, I am a very curious person. And I don't usually leave well enough. Like, I like to know things. You know what I mean? Like, I like to know stuff. So I immediately am like, well, I'm going to go find whatever video he's talking about. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say that there are videos that exist uh, of the procedure and the blur, <gasps> the blurring action is not as good as it should be. Oh no! Is all I'm going to say. So that's on that Friday, and I'm like, I take the weekend to get it out of my mind, and I'm like, you know, I've I've, I've seen a lot, but we're going to just go ahead and and you know get past it. You know, I, uh, it's, it's, uh, that Friday is my birthday. So I'm like, and I'm having a good birthday weekend and I'm like, all right, got that out of my mind. Like I've, I've, I've sufficiently mentally recovered from that. And then this text message comes in that all I'm going to say, all I'm going to say is, uh, I learned a lot more than I probably ever needed to know about this person's genitals. It's right. how I'll leave it. Uh, and then and then they start trying to ask me questions about my genitals to try and make it seem less weird. Which does not work. Um, so in the span of five days... I learned a lot about the people in my circle's genitals. So I'm going to make an official uh, proclamation right now that if you have an interesting fact about your genitals or there's something you want to tell me about your genitals, don't. Because well, I, you've already you've seen my genitals, right? Like we've we've seen each other's genitals. Like it's yeah, not a big deal. Um, but I've I like I've learned enough about people in my circles, genitals for the foreseeable future, like for the time being. Um, so if you've got genital 
insights or facts about your own, like just, just, just hang on to them for a while. Don't tell, don't tell Flanagan. Yeah. Don't, don't text them to me. Don't tell me, don't, don't show me a video. Like I'll tell you when I'm ready again. Okay. Like we'll just leave it at that. Like I will come on here and I will make a proclamation that I'm ready to hear about genitals again. Uh, <laughs> like I will make that decree, but like uh, for now, keep your genital talk to yourself. And I'm going to, it's everything that I have to not make that the episode title, but I don't know. Uh, keep your genital talk to yourself. Uh, so, but my, my initial gut reaction was, well, thank you for the great conversation idea. Because I started to think back about the other oops, wrong number texts that I've got that I've received and sent in my life. And I remember one very, very vividly. Oh, same here. And you can tell me if you think I'm an asshole for this, because I've been told when I tell the story, people say that I'm an asshole. So out of the blue one day I get, I get a text message. Uh, I, the number's not in my phone. I have no idea who it is. Uh, it just, and I like at this point I'm working a, like an office job. Okay. And the, the texture says, Hey, are you still good to cover my shift on Thursday? And I sit on it for a minute. Like I, I think about it. I sit there and I'm looking at it. It doesn't have an, it doesn't say, Hey, this is so-and-so from wherever, you know, none of that. It just says, Hey, are you still good to cover my shift on Thursday? Now, at the time, I'm working at a place that, like I like I work now, like doesn't have a quote-unquote a shift. Right. So I'm like, I know it's not meant for me. I know it's meant for somebody else. So I do, of course, the responsible, mature, grown-up thing. I text them back, and I say, absolutely, I told you I would, so of course I will. And I send it back. Then I block the number. <laughs> so I have no idea who it was, where they worked, anything about it, except for they probably got in trouble for not showing up for their Thursday shift. You know whose problem that is? Not yours exactly. if they didn't take the time to uh, look at their... Uh, yeah, if they, didn't time to, if they didn't take the time to look at the phone number they were texting or write it down correctly, that's not on you. No, it's not. Um, I probably should have waited and said, no, I'm just kidding, you got the wrong number. But you know what? Like At the time, I thought it was like the funniest thing. So I did it, and I never got any repercussions from it because I blocked the number, so they couldn't reply back and be like, "You're a dick, you whatever." Like, why? Why would you do that? Because I would have told them it's funny to me, um, and all they have to do is just show their phone to to whoever and be like, "Look, I thought it was the right number. You can see that it's time and date stamped. Like, I'm not trying to pull one over on you." They said absolutely. And apparently it was a wrong number. I don't think they would get in a whole lot of trouble for it. After the fact, 
But Thursday, Thursday when they got a call that's like, hey, where are you? And they said, oh, I talked to Mike, and Mike said that he would cover my shift. I texted him. Because, see, then I also started thinking about it, and I was like, the reason they're texting is because, you know, they, they're not going to see that person until that Thursday shift. Oops. So I knew that, like, because the only time you text them is when you're like, I'm not going to see them. So I'm just going to go ahead and text them and see if, um, you know, see if they'll get back to me. I don't feel bad about it. Like, sometimes I'm like, man, I probably shouldn't have done that. But, like, it passes. The feeling passes. And I, I think it's funny. Uh, that, that's one of my favorites. Um, but uh, what is, like, have you ever had a, uh, like, a, a really good or really bad um, oops, wrong number text that you've gotten? So let's get into the Wayback Machine. Let's All go back right. to the... the- the year of our Lord, 2002. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I had only had my cell phone for, oh, gosh, maybe four or five months at this point. It was, I don't know, it was like three or four. So I'm, like, doing the, uh, like, I'm messing around on AIM late at night, and I start getting these texts, and... This is like, you know, when you had to make sure you had a text plan on your phone or you weren't going to get text messages. So I get this text that says, hey, are you coming over? I'm just like, number doesn't pop up on my phone. I was like, I don't know who the fuck this is. So I just ignore it. Then they were like, uh, you said you were going to come see me. Where are you? I'm just like, okay, just going to keep letting this slide. And then boom. Text three, and this is not like conversational. Like this is message pop up. Like each one's coming through individually, and it says, "I guess you don't want to have sex then." And I'm like, "Well, I mean, I, I, I'm 17. Like, well, let's not be hasty. <laughs> let's, let's let's not jump to conclusions." Yeah. So I get a, uh, and then they call. So I do what anyone in my situation would do, because at this point I am so curious. So I just answer the phone. I'm like, hello. Yeah. And she was like, well, where are you? And I was like, uh, at home. She was like, well, you said you were coming over. Like, doesn't catch the voice or anything. And I'm just like, did you mean to call? I think, and I was like, I think you might have the wrong number. And she goes, Bobby. I'm like, uh, my name's Chris. I could be Bobby. Yeah, I will be your Bobby. Because listen, listen, the one thing I'm learning from the story is when you want the D that bad, you don't notice the change in people's voices. <laughs> That's the one lesson that I have learned from this story. It was, uh, I did not say the I can be Bobby line. I was like, no, I'm Chris. And she just like, she's like, oh, uh, sorry. Click. Well, you know, that's probably the uh, funniest one I've ever gotten. Um, trying to think if I'm trying to think if I've ever, it's, if it's ever just been like a case of like mistaken identity where it was like a, uh, like I got a text that was like, you know, one friend texted the wrong person. Right. And I got it instead, but like, I can't think of anything crazy like that. And I don't count like, like if there's something like that, that was meant to be sent to, uh, like the 
the person who had the number before you or anything like that. Um, cause that's like a common mistake that people will make. Um, you know, is they'll, they won't have an updated number for somebody. So, uh, Oh, oh yeah. I didn't have your updated number at one point. Uh, like when you'd switch numbers when you were in Bowling Green yeah. and you were getting ready to come to town for something. And I was like, I texted you like the week before. I was like, Hey man, you still coming to town? And I never heard back from you. I was like, okay. So I, I waited a few days. I texted again and I texted the number I had for you again, no response. And I was like, okay. And then they texted back and they were like, I don't know who the fuck Flanagan is. Whoa. Why you gotta be so harsh. Okay. So I think that might be one of the only like Facebook messenger conversations we've ever had where I, cause I remember messaging and be like, Hey man, did you get a new number? And you're like, Oh yeah. Yeah, I did. Sorry about that. Uh, that's okay. That's a funny story. That person did not have to be that harsh. Um, Apparently they did. Apparently they did. So that means at some point we got to add that number to our uh, call list. Do you you still have your old cell phone number? Uh, I do remember that old phone number. Nice. Uh, I believe it ended in uh, the last, uh, I won't give out all of it, but I believe it ended in uh, 931. Okay. Uh, But yeah, I do. I do remember it uh, partly because... Uh, it's, uh, it's a Wi-Fi password still for me. Oh, okay. Shockingly enough, uh, the phone number that I had over a decade ago is a Wi-Fi password for me. Um, yeah. So, um, cause yeah, I think I've only changed, uh, I think I've only changed phone numbers. I remember when I changed that phone number, uh, cause I've changed from Sprint. And, uh, I was like, I wanted to cancel it like that day because I had my new phone. I was going to switch like companies completely. And so I called him and I was like, yeah, I just need to cancel everything. And I'd had the number for like eight years at that point. I'd had it forever because I originally had it, uh, too much information, but I had it with T-Mobile and then I moved it to Sprint and, uh, Excuse me. Um, You're okay. So, uh, not, not Corona. Um, so, uh, I moved it with me and I had it for like eight years. And when I went to go cancel it, the guy's like, okay, well, it's just going to take us a couple days because, uh, you know, we're going to port your number over to the new thing. And I was like, no, 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 you're not. You're going to just cancel everything. And he's like, wait, wait, what? You like, you don't want it? And I was like, no. He's like, are you sure? Like, if I hit this button, like, you, you can't get it back. Like, so you got to be sure that you, you don't want it. And I was like, yeah, like, cancel it. Like, I'm about to activate this. It's going to be brand new. Um, and so he did. And so I activated the new phone. And uh, so I started to text people. Because uh, I had saved, I had backed up all my contacts. So I moved them all over. And I started to text people. And I was like, hey, this is my new number. Hey, this is my new number. And, uh, like I texted my, my parents I texted my mom, I texted my dad and I I sent him. And so my dad, uh, emails me and he's like, just to verify you've changed your phone number to this phone number. And it was the, like to me, for whatever reason, it was like the funniest thing to me that my dad was like taking extra security precautions, uh, to be like, I'm just going to email him to be sure. That's the most, like, state trooper thing you could ever say. <laughs> yeah. 
So he did. Uh, somewhere I still have that email where it's uh, it, 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 he did like the whole thing. It was like subject new phone number, and on the body he's like just to verify you've changed your phone number too. And then he like typed out my phone number, and he was like it then sent it like that was it. And I was just like, this is the greatest thing ever. Like, did not reply to my text until I replied back and was like, yes, it's me. Like, I promise. So, yeah, good times. Uh, but no, you, you brought up a good point because uh, I, I feel like I was better or I was worse at sending wrong messages on AOL Instant Messenger Ooh. than I ever have been on text. Because, like, I've sent a couple wrong number texts, but it's mostly like, uh, it's mostly just like, none of them have been like real embarrassing or like, oh man, I was trying to avoid that person or whatever. Like, it's just kind of like, I've, I just sent them the wrong thing. And then I'm like, oh shit, sorry. Like that was supposed to go to somebody else. But you know, and then I'll usually be like, we were talking about this to give them context. So it doesn't sound weird. Uh, but I've never really had one that I'm like super embarrassed about. Uh, definitely not one about my genitals. Um, but what, what your genitals, right? Uh, so, uh, but, but AOL is the messenger was bad because it had, it had so much lag and mm, like yeah. you'd type out a message and hit enter and then you'd switch to another window and then it would like keep typing out your message and then it would send it at the end and like you couldn't stop it. And so that that was a problem for me. Uh, I do remember there was one time, like, a couple of my friends were arguing. So, uh, like, I was talking to my friend. This was in, like, high school. I'm thinking, like, my friends Evan and Zach were having, like, a small argument. And Sean didn't know, like, one of them was working. I can't remember what it is. But he just comes in and, like, automatically says something stupid about them, about how the entire argument's dumb. And then they just walked out of the back room. And I was just like, okay, well, I'm just going to go die in a corner of embarrassment. So, for you. <sighs> just, like, dumb shit like that is always what, like, got me. Yeah. That was a wrong text in person. Oh, yeah, that's that's... That's rough. Paul uh, Frankie sent me your good morning text one morning. Oh, did he call you captain? He did. He did. Yeah, so, it's awesome. If you ever get called champ, then you know it's meant <laughs> for me. All right. Good deal. So he's well, uh, so he's got a, a fun, cute nickname for everybody. Ours came up with, we were watching, um, I don't know why, but we were watching like Men in Black. And we were talking about that. And uh, so the next week, like, because we've been doing the, so he texts me and he's, he's like, uh, what's up, champ? And so, or he said, morning, champ. So our daily ritual now is morning, champ, what's up, tiger? Yeah. So, so, like, to the point where if I type what's up in my phone, the number one answer <laughs> for predictive text is the word tiger. So now if he ever does that by accident, and since it's me, I'm going to reply back with that. And it will with really, what's up, Tiger? Yeah, it will really confuse him. You'll have to tell me how you how do you respond to him on the daily? Uh, I just say uh, like I'm a, like I'll tell you how I responded today. Uh, I'll say uh, morning with two exclamation points, and then okay. I'll say how was your night? Okay, I can do that. Or like if it's Monday, I'll be like how was your weekend? 
Uh, but it's always morning, two exclamation points, and then how was your whatever, however long it's been since we talked before. Um, that's always the routine now. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a minute since I've uh, um, since I've happened to accidentally send a text or a message or something to the wrong the wrong person. It hasn't I, like I, I've uh, I've and I think part of it is because like I will double and triple check it, especially if I'm about to send something that I'm like, this is specifically for one person. Or it's about one person and I don't want it to. I for sure do not want it to go to them. So I have to be sure that it's n- at least not going to that, to, to somebody. Uh, so and it's either because I'm shit talking somebody or I'm asking a question that, um, you know, is like, it's something for specifically somebody. It's not like, you know, some filthy or anything. It's just like, it's specifically for one person that will, mm-hmm. if I have to explain it to somebody, it's only going to be worse. <laughs> uh, like for yeah. instance, like for instance, if I were to have sent a text version of, if you remember a few weekends ago, I sent you a picture and I'm like, look what came in the mail and I'm not going to answer any questions about it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, if I, were to have to like if I were to have uh, like written that out and sent it to somebody like hey guess what came in the mail and then explain what it was <laughs> it would be like I would I would make double and triple sure that it's going to you because yeah I don't want to explain that to anybody you want to hear a funny story that doesn't involve either of us about a case like that yes so it is I'm going to go with probably uh, 2005. Okay. And uh, Paul, if you're listening, you might be the only other person that knows this. Um, I worked with a guy named Shane, and Shane was dating a girl at uh, the f- pharmacy. Wow. At the, the fast food place we worked named Mallory. So I get this text from Shane talking about, hey, I'm just not feeling it anymore. I just don't know how to tell her, blah, blah, blah. Then I get a follow-up message from him that says, oh, yeah, and I need you to know I accidentally sent her that text before I sent it to you because I thought I was texting you. Oh, no. So he texted his at-the-time girlfriend talking about how he wanted to split but didn't know how to her, which was meant for me. And then still felt the need to send me the message. Uh. I I, I was just baffled. And I was like, why didn't you just text me the explanation instead of texting me and then texting the explanation? Right. So, yeah, that uh, was a funny case of um, mistaken identity and I say only funny because I wasn't the moron who had to deal with that. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, so yeah, you don't want to deal with the fallout of that. That is for no. sure. Uh, I will randomly get, uh, like every time I, uh, I, every time I get a text from a number that I don't know, and it's mm-hmm. obviously not for me nine times out of 10, I will reply back something funny and try and keep it going as long as I possibly can <laughs> before they realize that it's not who they thought it was. And then usually they get mad. 
Um, so yeah, just just know that if uh, you if I get a text from a number that I don't know and it's a wrong number, I'm going to probably um, have some fun with it before I tell them. Now it's the wrong number. Also, uh, episode title: I can be Bobby. Oh yeah, I can. Oh yeah, I can be your Bobby, or I can be Bobby. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's going to be it. Rather than keep your genital, talk to yourself. <laughs> yeah, I like that one better. That, that, that's our PSA. Uh. Yeah, that's just a like uh, until further notice. Like which, uh, um, okay. Well, that gives me an idea. Yeah, this is how oh, my yeah? this is how my brain works because we've talked about this before a little bit. Um, do you wanna do you wanna open up? Um, the the offer for a like for for the next little bit because um I know we've been talking about um putting a pause on the call across America. Yeah. Uh just in uh, because because uh you know tensions are a little high. Mhm. Um and you know we're not trying to make fun or make light of anything that's going on. And we're not trying to, um, you know, be disrespectful in any way. Uh, but I have another phone related idea. And that story that you just told kind of gave me that idea or it helped. Uh, I know we've talked about it, but we could, oh, yeah. we could start doing, a Chris and Chris make the call. Ooh. Because let's say, let's say you're sitting at home right now listening to this podcast and you're like, oh man, like that's, 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 uh, embarrassing and unfortunate that, that, you know, he said, a, I just don't know how to, how to split text. Right. Mm-hmm. I I kind of feel the same way, and I wish somebody could do that for me because I'm 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 scared to. Well, what if there's a call that you want to make to somebody? You either want to call them out on something, you want to ask them something, you want to you know ask them out, you want to break up, you want to quit your job, you want to do whatever, you want to tell your boss he sucks. Let us make the call for you. Yes, please. And so what we'll do is we'll do a, we'll, we'll make a post and we'll say if you want us to make a call for you, you got to you got to tell us who it is and you got to give us a phone number, of course. Uh and we will call on your behalf and tell them whatever it is. Did you did you uh like you used to live with somebody and you moved out and you want to tell them that like, you know, they still owe you money from the deposit or whatever, like you know, um, we'll, we'll call, we'll tell them, Hey, we're calling on behalf of so-and-so, you know, and they wanted us to tell you whatever. And if we, you're a small business owner and want us to fire somebody, we will definitely do that. Yeah. I'm down with that. Uh, we, we will make the difficult call for you. If you are, if, if, and even if it's something like, Hey, you want us to call, talk you up. Cause you want to ask somebody out. You want to, you want to see if they like you the way you like them. Like we will, we will polish you up. Hell yes, we will we'll do it. We'll do it right. Um, so yeah, we'll make a post and we'll say, 
you know, if you want to be, uh, if you want us to, if you have, uh, you know, an uncomfortable for whatever reason, it doesn't have to be negative. It can be something positive. You know, uh, uh, we want to, we like, we will make the call for you. How do you feel about that? I'm so into it. All right. So incredibly, incredibly into it. All right. So what we'll do is we, we will, uh, put out the notice, uh, that if you want us, uh, to make, to make the call, for you that we will, um, for at least, you know, the a little bit, because we're going to put the, uh, the, uh, Chris and Chris reach out and touch America on, on hold for just a little bit. It's going to come back because we love it a whole lot. Uh, but it, it, it'll come back. Refund Greg. Refund yeah. Greg. Refund Greg. We need to keep that up because, uh, Delta has yet to, oh, you want to call Delta and see if they can, uh, explain to us why they're not giving refunds. Um, to, to COVID-related refunds. Hell yes, I do. All right, let me let me find the Delta number. Uh, Delta customer service. All right, because I'm going to say like we're calling on behalf of. All right, you ready? We're doing this. Okay, <laughs> we're calling on behalf uh, on behalf of a Delta customer uh, who has tickets, but was told that he was unable to refund them in light of a global pandemic, and we just want to know why. All right, here we go. We're calling them. And then, and then this, this will be the last bit of the show, and we're done. But uh, uh, here we go. Thank you for awesome. calling Delta. Right. Due to a high call volume, you may oh, experience no. long wait time. Uh, if you are not traveling in the next week, please consider calling closer to your travel date. No, for questions to. about travel flexibility related to coronavirus, zero. Please visit delta.com slash coronavirus. We should just cut it. You think so? Let, let, let me see what the wait time is. Refund. If it's like two minutes. Oh, shit. Yes, here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Hi. Thanks for calling Delta, KLM, and Air France. Okay. Sorry. Using a short... What? Let's try this a different... Customer service. I'll connect you with a Delta representative who can help. Yes. Any personal information you provide to the representative is subject to the terms of our privacy policy That's found okay. on Delta.com. I'm down with that. Your call may be recorded for okay. quality assurance. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, it is recorded on this side, too, so it's okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. I want to know. Due to extremely high call volume, we are unable to answer your call. What? If you need to travel within the next week, please try to call again later or message us from delta.com slash need help or by clicking the message us button in the more section of the Fly Delta app. Thank you for your patience. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a tweet. We're about to tweet out. Um, we're we're going to tweet out at Delta. That sucked. Uh, Delta, you're the worst. Yeah, it works for me. All right. Yeah, because I want to know why they won't hashtag refund Greg and why their phone number is just hanging up on people. Uh, not gonna, not gonna let this uh, atrocity stand. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna get on that. Uh, if you've got a uh, a call that you want us to make, shoot us a hit message. The D- shoot hit us the DMs with that number. Yeah. And uh, any any closing words you have for our uh, our our loyal fans out there. Yeah, I do. I've got a few guys. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. As always, thank you for. Um, support and
And uh, maybe now more than ever, I really want to stress, uh, stay safe. Um, just please stay safe with everything you're doing, regardless of what you're doing. Um, and, yeah, as always, thank you for being our friends with benefits.